Welcome to episode 27 of the Mama Love podcast. Today, as we approach our Christmas season for 2020, I just wanted to have a chat about grief around the Christmas period and talk through some of the things that have helped us over the last four years. Welcome to the Mama Love podcast. My name is Annie Love and I'm a mum, a wife, a life coach, creative spirit and all-round positive thinker. Our parenting journey has been, well, a bit of a roller coaster, and I've learned the hard way how to navigate through some pretty tumultuous times. This podcast is about finding joy, even in the midst of darkness, and believing that we can find light on the other side, even if the landscape is different to how we expected it to look. We're going to share stories and conversations along the way and talk about how we create our best life, even when things feel hard. Thank you for being here. Christmas can be a really wonderful time of the year, but it can also be a really hard time when you're missing someone you love. Our first Christmas without Nicholas was just under eight months after he died And I remember it feeling really hard. Actually, it was pretty excruciating, to be honest. We wanted it to be fun and festive for Sam and Charlie, who were only six and eight at the time. But we were feeling all the feels without our four-year-old in our home around that Christmas period. We really resisted making any formal plans for Christmas Day because I honestly just wasn't sure how we'd all be feeling and what or what we'd want to do on the day. Thankfully, our families were really supportive and understood that we might show up or we might not. We normally go to Christmas Eve mass um, with my family, but I'm pretty sure we didn't go that year in 2016. I just don't think I had it in me. We did put out all three Santa sacks on Christmas Eve that my beautiful friend Helena had made for us a few years earlier with each boy's name on them. On Christmas morning, after opening presents at home with the boys, we ended up going to Ben's parents' house to open presents with them. And I remember it feeling really heavy. No one knew what to say and Nicholas's name wasn't mentioned. And I just feel like there was so much energy building up inside me. Afterwards, we went to my brother's house to have Christmas lunch with my side of the extended family. And it felt a bit more relaxed over there. I felt myself exhale a little. My sister had arranged for these beautiful Christmas baubles to be made with Nicholas's name on them so that each family, um, I'm one of seven children, so each of my siblings and their families had their own Nicholas decoration for the Christmas tree. I loved that she had put in the thought and effort in advance to make that happen. On Boxing Day, we went out to Nicholas's memorial garden and took some Nicholas Foyart French champagne and a picnic. It wasn't the way we wanted to spend time with our boy, of course, but it was the next best way to be with him. Last year in 2019 was our first Christmas without my mum and also without my father-in-law, Stuart. Mum had passed away just after Christmas the previous year, so it felt pretty raw as there were many moments that reminded me of that previous Christmas when we'd spent those final sacred few weeks with mum. 
This year will be our fourth Christmas without Nicholas and our second without my mum. The way we choose to acknowledge Nicholas in our Christmas has definitely evolved over the past four years, but I think the main thing I've learned is that there's no perfect way and we don't actually have to have a set routine each year. Here are some of the things we do tend to do each year to bring Nicholas's spirit into Christmas. When we have a Santa photo, we usually include a teddy bear that Nicholas loved so that he can be part of the family photo in some way. These these days we tend to have a family photo with our dog buddy as well, so it's a it's an all-in affair. We have a lot of Christmas decorations on our tree that remind us of Nicholas, as well as special moments in our family history. Charlie refers to our Christmas tree as our memory tree, as each decoration is associated with a special memory. And it's really nice as we put up our Christmas tree and we put each decoration on the tree that we we think about and we talk about those special moments. We still put out Nicholas's Santa sack each year, even though it stays empty. Sometimes we write little notes for him and put them inside the sack. We generally make a toast to Nicholas with the Nicholas Foyat French champagne on Christmas Day. We visit Nicholas's memorial garden as a family. Sometimes we might write letters to him and leave them out at his garden or hang a decoration up in the tree near his grave. Instead of buying Nicholas a present in our extended family Christmas present drawer, one of the aunties or uncles buys a present that would be suitable for an eight-year-old boy or however old Nicholas is at the time and donates it to a charity, such as through the Kmart Wishing Tree. And we talk about what Nicholas might have wanted as a present for Christmas that year. But do you know my favourite part of Christmas is actually when all the festivities are over And I just take some time to go for a walk or sit and have a talk to Nicholas and my mum and just to be with them in the peace and the silence. If you are grieving this holiday season, here are a few of my loving suggestions to make it a little bit easier on you and your heart. Be with the people who you feel safe and comfortable being yourself with. You don't want to have to put on a mask and pretend to be happy and festive the whole day. Share your feelings with those you love and talk about the person you're missing. There is an absolute gift in sharing our hearts and including the stories and memories of those we've lost as part of the day. My second thought is to honour what you need in the moment. It is completely okay to skip a festive event if you just need some time out. I totally get that. Let go of the shoulds. Christmas will come again next year and you might be feeling very different in 12 months time. A massage or watching Netflix sounds like a far better plan to me than trying to face shopping centres and cook Christmas dinner for 35 people. Not that you need it but you have my complete permission to practice nourishing self-care in this time and just be true to what you need right now. My third tip is that you might want to keep with usual traditions, 
but maybe you want to create some completely new ones. I remember a friend of mine and her family stayed in a hotel the Christmas after her child died and they had Christmas lunch in the hotel that year. It might just feel too overwhelming to do the same old traditions, but without your loved one present. So maybe mix things up and do what feels right for you this year. And my fourth loving suggestion is to spend some time in solitude, just being with your loved one in spirit. Maybe it's as you go for a bushwalk and spend time with them in nature. Or perhaps you want to write a letter and light a candle. Take some time just to sit with your grief and your loved one. There will always be someone missing from our family on Christmas Day, but we bring as much joy and fun to the Christmas season as we possibly can. We know that Nicholas would have loved the presents and the festivities of Christmas. And in his honour, we also show up with joy at Christmas time. And at any time, actually. And we do that without guilt. I feel like it would be a disservice to Nicholas and his memory not to show up with complete joy the way that he did. If you are missing a loved one, I'd love to know what you've found helpful over the festive seasons when you're not feeling very festive. Feel free to reach out to me via Instagram or Facebook or leave a comment under this episode on my website. If you are in the midst of grief right now, I am sending you so much extra love as you navigate this time without the ones you love. May you find peace and a way to honour those you love in a way that feels good for you this Christmas. Hey, thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Mama Love Podcast. I am so grateful to have you here. If you love the show, I'd be honoured if you could hit subscribe. Perhaps you'd like to hire me as your very own coach, cheerleader and support crew. You can find out more about my coaching services over at mamalove.com forward slash coaching. That's M-U-M-M-A-L-O-V-E dot com forward slash coaching. Or just come and chat to me on Instagram or Facebook at Mama Love. Talk to you soon.